Hello and welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast, everybody. We are Eric and Sarah. Welcome back. I just need to apologize ahead of time for the way my voice sounds. I'm having an allergy attack and um, I may be panting slightly <laughs> throughout the episode. Like a dog. No, I won't be panting, but I do have a scratchy voice and a stuffy nose. You know, I think it's because the weather has been cooling off and it's so nice and we have had the windows in our house open Yeah, and we're garden level. So there's just dust everywhere. Did you know what garden level was before we moved in here? I didn't know it was a thing. Okay. But I guess it makes sense because a lot of times in big cities, right? Yeah. Some There's garden level housing. That's why I know what it is. I know it from being around new york city yeah also you know what's crazy the air conditioner unit right outside of the room we record the podcast in just turned on mm-hmm. it's one of our neighbors and last night the ones outside of our bedroom which is a different neighbor's ac units turned on last night and i'm like i guess it makes sense now but it was like 45 degrees last night and the air condi- i was like wait do they really have their air conditioner on maybe it's our upstairs neighbors and like heat rises so yeah maybe it was warm up there but i was yeah. like Man, it's chilly in our house. Why is your AC on? Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think it's the dust, so I apologize. Anyway, today's episode, what are we talking about? We are talking, well, I, I know what we're talking about, but I don't know how you exactly you want to phrase it. Um, we're talking about basically how to find the things in your life that bring you joy and how to focus your life around the things that bring you happiness and are fun and the importance of play in your right. life. The importance of play, I think, is going to end up being the title of okay. the episode, unless we have some sort of stroke of genius in the middle. But <laughs> it's something that's been top of mind for us because I feel that the past two, three, wait, maybe maybe like two weeks, we have both found a couple hobbies that have been very fun for us. And we've been kind of branching out and trying new things. And even those those are things that are not directly related to our work. I feel that just giving ourselves the permission to spend time on them has it just improved our lives overall, even in the domain of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have a ton of examples. How do you want to... Huge wanna... list we wrote down before we started. Yeah. How do you want to get into them? Well, here, let me just read a couple. And if one of them like Sparks strikes joy. your fancy, <laughs> you can you can tell me. Okay? okay. This might not make that much sense to the listeners at first because it's just a disjointed list but okay for eric's list of things i have hot sauce (laughs) exercise bike talking to friends slash video games let's talk let's do talking to friends first (laughs) okay uh so i feel like this started also i would just want to mention before we keep going that apparently we're doing two weeks in between episodes now no promises no yeah we're doing episodes when we feel like we have enough in the tank to make an interesting like thematically coherent episode right instead of just kind of like talking about our errands yeah talking about what's going on in our lives without really a focus it's like today we're going to do a grocery haul i'm just gonna tell you what i bought right (laughs) so the last two episodes we've gone to like the day or two before we released the episode, we we're like, oh, do you want to do the podcast? And we're kind of both times, last times, it's been like, uh, maybe we'll just do it next week because we feel more ready for it. So that's yeah. kind of how it's been going. So, eh. Well, also, interestingly, haven't we gotten like a few people messaging us about our episodes lately, mm-hmm. which we usually don't get that many like emails or messages about it. And I almost feel like slowing down a little bit and giving the episodes like time to breathe is allowing people to catch up. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm wrong. 
let us know what you think you guys yeah i mean definitely more people have been reaching out and yeah. i think it's just because we're not forcing ourselves to mm-hmm. do it every week yeah and thus we're making better content when we do do it i agree also you, said I said doo-doo. Doo-doo. <laughs> you really knew i was gonna say that huh? <laughs> okay i'm a child okay so talking to friends um this started a few weeks ago where i what i called one of my buddies my buddy john from new york because he got a new job and i was just like oh let me just congratulate him he's one of my friends that doesn't really use social media ever but he went on instagram and posted something about his new job and i was like oh let me uh (laughs) let me call actually what happened was he he got a new teaching job and he's like my age and He's just like a young, attractive guy, and he's basically, I made the joke to him that he's like the hot teacher at the school now, Um, (laughs) because like he's in good shape, you know? Right. So I basically sent him a video. I texted him a selfie video of me pretending to be him, like yelling at the kids, because like he's kind of buff, you know? I'm like, (laughs) if you don't do your homework, I'm going to kick your ass, kids. (laughs) And I just like out of the blue kind of sent him this video of myself, and he he called me and he was like, man, I was laughing my ass off. We talked for like an hour and just caught up. Um, Can I just say, this is something that Eric does. Like I was telling Eric the other day, you know, it's a shame that Snapchat is not still that widely used because these videos that Eric will send people are like prime Snapchat material. Like you don't necessarily want it saved on your phone forever, (laughs) but like to consume it is nice. But Eric definitely, and you used to do that too. When uh, actually, when you and I started talking, we were using Snapchat mm-hmm. a lot. I would have been a Vine star. Yeah, well, TikTok exists, so jump on that. I don't. I'm not anytime. young enough. I'm not young enough to be a TikTok star. Right. I feel like they're all children, chitlins. <laughs> so yeah, this whole thing kind of started with me having a conversation with John and just catching up. And you know, I, I walked into the room and I was like, "Babe, I'm so sorry. I was on the phone for so long. I had no idea." And you were like, "I don't care. I think it's great when you talk to people and have these interactions." And then I just kind of started talking to people. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I like called my sister Jessica and we talked. Wait, um, I just have to say, so the friend that Eric just mentioned, John, is part of another friend group from what your high school. Mm-hmm. And so Eric has another friend who is a friend in common with this other guy mm-hmm. named Casey. And that conversation with john made us start talking about casey and then as we were talking about her she texted texted you yeah and she doesn't text you like that often so it was just kind of funny yeah so i just feel like over the past few weeks just a bunch of people from your past have started talking to you again you've had these long conversations and you've Mm. had long conversations on the phone with all your sisters Mm. and it's just it really does make me happy because eric's much less of an introvert than i am and I feel that you are very, like, energized. Like, you you feel better when you're talking to people you care about. Yeah, and it, and it goes hand in hand with what we talked about in the last episode when I saw my friend Max, who was on tour in Denver, where, I mean, a lot of the times what happens when I talk to people is I feel like I wind up giving them advice or just helping, just talking through issues or problems they're having. And I think that that definitely makes me... <laughs> it's so funny because it seems so selfish to say like helping my friends or people in my life with their issues makes me feel better, but it does. It just makes me feel good. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes you feel good to do it, but it also makes you feel good just knowing that they see you as that kind of person. Right. Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. Yeah. So then our friend James, who 
our friend James has been, he was living in Europe for a while, teaching English, and then he kind of came back to Colorado, but is undecided whether or not he's going to go back. So he's kind of just been like sleeping at friends, sleeping at his family members' houses. All um, his stuff is in his car. Yeah. So he's just kind of like bopping around until he figures out where he's actually going to go live. So he's spent a few nights up here with us because he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing? You want to hang out? Can I sleep over? <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> sure. Actually, to his credit, he, he's never asked. He's never asked. We've just offered. Um, so he's spent two nights with us over like the last week or so. And we just kind of have been <laughs> chatting. We, we were playing MLB The Show, which I, I never play the show with anybody in It's person. a baseball video game. Yes. Like I'll play with Conscious Chris. I'll play with Sarah's cousin. But like online, I never play with anybody in IRL in real life. So that was nice. And I don't even, it's hard to explain like what this whole, you know, connecting with people, with friends or family, it gets kind of hard to describe the whole thing because it's so personal, you know, like I'm not going to get into James's issues, you know, mm-hmm. but we're we just like, we spent two nights just talking for like hours about our lives and his life and it just feels good to connect in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely but, drain Sarah. Well, in a in an okay way. It's fine. Yeah, not in a bad way. I definitely am some... The older I get, the more I realize how much alone time I really do need to feel just normal and like myself and good. And it's almost... It's nice though because when you were hanging out with James and he was... We don't have a guest room here. So he was sleeping on our couch and they were in the living room and I just kind of holed away in our bedroom with a book and I was listening to some YouTube videos as well. And that was nice. It was nice to give you your space and yeah. just, and it, James was Eric's bandmate. So he's actually known James longer than he has known me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to like allow that dynamic to come back to. <laughs> it's also nice that I, I hadn't even thought about the fact that, do you remember how frustrated he and I both were when the band was kind of ending? Mm-hmm. Like we were very frustrated with and each at other. each other. Oh yeah. And we've never really talked about it. It, it just kind of like went away because it just stopped mattering to both of us. Right. And we just kind of like, without even speaking about it, just moved past it and are just friends like we always have been. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about that. I should mention that to him. Um, but this kind of feeds into one of the other things on your list, which is you wanting to hole away in the bedroom <laughs> while I have, I have three lessons in a row today after the podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I have small breaks in between, but, you know, I'm going to be teaching for like four and a half hours, um, breaks included. So Sarah's kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to sit in the bed and watch and learn, you learn from YouTube videos and read and relax. And Mm -hmm. this kind of feeds into the whole thing. Yeah. Because you've felt like you need your time recently. I think something that I have always struggled with as long as I've been self-employed, because when you're self-employed, you could work 24 hours a day if you wanted to, technically. Um, And a lot of people do. (laughs) Yeah. And I've always felt tempted to try to be like other people online that seem that like, at least they project the image of being so productive and really dedicated to their work, Mm. you know? And... At the same time, I've always known that my work on my food blog is not the end. Like, it's not um, what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. But I've never really known exactly what I want the other, like what I want 
my career to transition into. But I have a lot of other interests and I've always known I've wanted to like help people in some sort of capacity. Like the the, the term like coach, life coach doesn't sound, doesn't uh, resonate with me that much, but it's something like that. Do you know what I mean? You don't and, want to be like um, Terrence? Terrence? Was that his name? Who's that? Uh, Paris's life coach in Gilmore Girls. Oh, I don't remember what his name is. You remember him though, right? Right. <laughs> it's another we'll, part of the we'll, conversation. We'll get to Gilmore Girls, y'all. Or as I call it. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls and there's this very, um, very like academically gifted, super, what's the High word? High maintenance? She's very academically gifted and driven. High And successful. Yeah, but she's socially inept. So when she goes to her first year of college at Yale, she brings her life coach with her. <laughs> And he's like coaching her through all like how not to overreact and have fits of anger. <laughs> and this is like 2004. So like life coaches, you know, like you go on Instagram and everyone's a fucking life coach. Today. Yeah. Like that wasn't how it was back then. Right. <laughs> that was like a, yeah, I don't know. I can see, you know, also this is just another like side note. We have been watching some older television. It's funny because Gilmore Girls looks so new still, but, you know, I was watching when I was in high school over a decade ago, and um, it's just funny how certain jokes age and how certain things that are, like, funny stop being funny, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. The life coach thing, I mean, that wasn't an offensive, like, joke or story arc, but it's just funny how... Some things are. (laughs) Yeah, like, just saying, I'm a life coach was funny back then. Right. Um, And then they... I mean, watching like Frasier and Gilmore Girls, it's like they make jokes sometimes and you're like, like, yeah, like there are characters. I don't know. I In a recent episode, someone said something like to a man. They're like, oh, is it your husband? And the man like got mad. And we were like, that's not even a joke nowadays. Because right. it's like no one cares if you're gay. But well, some was, people do. Well, but... <laughs> some people do. But fuck those people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was like funny back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. So uh, about life coaching. Yeah. I've always wanted to do something. Well, not always. Mm, recently. Yeah. <laughs> over the past like three-ish, four-ish years, I've wanted to do some sort of coaching relating to... I hate the word coaching. Just scrap that. Um, I don't know what the word is, but... You want to be like... Um, it's, it's funny because like therapist also isn't the right no. phrase. I have thought about it. I have thought a lot about going back to school and a- getting some sort of certification so i can spiritual guide not even that just (laughs) whatever i want to do things with astrology and uh, now human design which is another one of those systems that takes into account your birth date and it's funny when i whenever i say it i get like very um worried that people are judging me but it's fine because i feel like the further we go into the future like the more like young kids just talk about astrology all the time. Yeah. Like there's so much astrology in Gen Z on TikTok, for example. You just have to ignore all the people who don't. Yeah. Like, or not even don't care, but like actively want to make you Hate feel stupid me. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Just whatever. It, I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I don't think it's for everyone anyway. So I, I really don't try to push that on people. But I would really love to offer some sort of service in one of those fields in the future. But since I've been self-employed, I'm like, well, I feel like doing what it takes to uh, develop the education in those fields is directly competing with the time I could be spending on work. And lately, I've just been, anytime I want to read about astrology or human design or watch a lecture or something, 
I just let myself do it, even if I think I should be doing work instead. And it literally has always worked out. And just as an example, okay, this is pretty freaking crazy, actually. I've always I've always been like pushing myself to stay on this once a week YouTube upload schedule for Sarah's Vegan Kitchen. And I've had like very mixed success with that because I'm just naturally not good at sticking to schedules. And I think that's something about myself that I finally accepted. Now I just don't promise anything ever. Yeah. I mean, if I'm working with a brand, there's always deadlines. But for myself, I don't impose deadlines on myself. And this past like two months, I have just been uploading very sporadically. And yet my ad revenue was higher than it has been like in the past two years. <laughs> it's insane. And it's just I've just been letting myself film when I feel like it, edit when I feel like it. And then the rest of the time, I'm just listening to podcasts or YouTube videos and lectures and reading about not just like the human design and astrology thing, but also whatever the hell else I want. Like I've been, I, I ordered a sewing machine. That's another thing. I bought a sewing machine the other day because I used to love sewing as a kid. Like right before I went away to college, I started to learn how to sew things because I kind of wanted to do like cosplay, you know? Mm. And obviously I didn't bring the sewing machine with me or maybe it's not obvious, but it's just like one of those creative outlets that's like totally unrelated to anything I do for work, but I've been watching a lot of content about it. And somehow just giving myself this extreme permission to only work if I feel like I can make good quality, like inspired content has, it just paid off and I can't explain it. Like there's no logic behind it. And I almost feel like a little weird saying that, like I feel like I'm encouraging people to be irresponsible or whatever, but like, I don't know. What what can I say? You're not though. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard because with social media today, I mean, you see these people who are content creators of any kind, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, everyone's just like always posting. They're always posting stuff. Mm -hmm. They're always posting sponsored stuff, non-sponsored stuff, just constantly posting and like on a schedule and people post every day. And it's like, it's so hard to think or it's so hard to understand or realize like who's doing this because they really want to. Yeah. And who's doing it because they're like, they feel like they're being forced into the system or they're like promoting this system of, you know, I mean, it can be toxic for a lot of people Yeah. to be like, I mean, like I've gone through it a little where I'm like, do I need to post this kind of content? Do I need, do I need to post on YouTube every day? Like, how do I post about music stuff to my Instagram? That's the entirety of our podcast. Just like go back and listen to our entire journey and you'll see us go through these phases where we're like pushing ourselves to act like other people. And then, and the other people we always reference are Chris and Jasmine from Sweet Simple Vegan. As far as like the food blogging goes, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I I don't think they're forcing themselves no. to like be part of the system. Like, no. They genuinely, I think, just like it enough to constantly be making content. Yeah. And like, well, that's fine. That's great. But, but when if, we try to make ourselves be like them because we see them being successful, mm -hmm. people can tell. Like people can absolutely tell when you're making stuff out of a sense of obligation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't think the two of them are part of this toxic thing. Yeah. I think they just like it. But then there are people who think that they need to also work in that way. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it feels bad and feels difficult and i i want to die but 
that's how you that's how you're successful like these people and mm-hmm. it's like well if it's not good for you then yeah. it's not right for you and you, people need to people need to realize it's okay like if you're not that like what we've been talking like you said we've been talking about this forever on the podcast you are not that grinder you can't just grind out content <laughs> because it does because you can't just like push through it and be like you know what it'll all pay off in the end you're like no i'm extremely depressed now mm-hmm. like it doesn't it there's you can't get to the payoff because you get blocked by your brain being in a bad place right so i think if anybody has been listening for a while and remembers back to last winter like i was in the worst depression ever and i had a bunch of i took on a bunch of work commitments sponsorship commitments because during the holidays or during during q4 in general is just a very busy time for I think content creators of all kinds, mm-hmm. but food bloggers especially because it's the holidays and people are hosting and that's when normal people cook the most. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I had bitten off way more than I could chew. And at the same time, like to decompress, I was consuming a lot of YouTube content that I really loved. Like we've talked about um Cray Adams a lot. I think maybe you were taking a break from that, but mm-hmm. he makes really beautiful cinematic hiking videos. And my version of that was that I was watching people who would make these really long, beautiful food videos with no dialogue. Lizzie Chi. Lizzie Chi is one of them. And she just lives in the Chinese countryside. I'm sure we've talked about her like mm-hmm. more than once, but I loved her videos so much and I felt a lot like super inspired and I was starting to follow a lot of other creators who do like the homesteading and farm life thing. And that's when I was making a lot of things from scratch and starting to find ways to live more sustainably. Like I felt very inspired by all that, but I didn't, I was so exhausted by like all of the projects that I, the sponsored projects that I had committed to that I didn't have any room to let that inspiration like bloom into content for the channel. Mm -hmm. So essentially like everything I released was sponsored with a with like weeks in between because i just i would do a sponsored project and feel so sad and depressed (laughs) during it and then after i submitted it i'd have this momentary relief but physically i was so exhausted that i would just not do anything in between and then i'd start to feel better just in time for the next project i had committed to and i think when we talk about in this episode like the importance of play What I mean is like, even if you don't know what the hell you're supposed to be doing with your life, (laughs) which I don't even know if you ever, I think some people really do feel connected to like, this is my purpose. But sometimes I don't know if you ever really find one purpose. Mm. I think it just depends on who you are. But if you aren't sure, just like make a little bit of space to play. Because I feel that if back a year ago, I committed to fewer things I would have had like the breathing room and the space in there to take all the things that I was seeing online that was were inspiring me and to find a way to make something like that myself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't give myself any room. Yeah, and we get, I mean, I don't even know how to, I hate when, I hate when I'm listening to a podcast and like they pause for so long and I'm like, did it freeze? Are they 
I don't hear anyone breathing or anything. So I try not to think for too long in between things I have to say. Think as long as you need to. Sometimes it's hard. That's the beauty of being able to edit. I don't know how to do that. Can you help me with that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a big part of the human existence is competition. It's like one of the main things that we all struggle with. And it can be competition in any way, right? I don't mean like sports competition. I mean, just comparing yourselves to other people in literally any way. Or even comparing yourself to a past version of yourself that you think was more successful or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or hotter. Yeah. Which is something. That's a huge thing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us do that. And I don't know. It just, it just doesn't make anything better. And you're just never going to be like anyone else. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just not worth it to, to do. Right. Right. Like. I mean, I've been spending so long trying to figure out what kind of YouTube videos I want to make. And I, when we came here back to Colorado and I started trying again, and I started, I made a few informational videos and I was like, this is good. These feel good. I posted them on, on the correct subreddits um, and they got a good response and I got a bunch mm-hmm. of subscribers. And then I made um, a how to write a Foo Fighters song video, which I posted a few days ago. And that felt really good, but it took a long time. It just took a long time to make, write, record the song, and then do the video breaking down how I made the song, and then film a video of me performing the song that goes at the end. It was like a 30-minute video that just took forever to make. Weeks. Weeks. But I'm like, okay, but that felt good, because that Mm -hmm. was awesome. And it's like the best thing I've, it's the best video content I've ever made, Mm -hmm. right? Because I just hit everything I wanted to hit in the video. I, I did it. And it's like, well, I should just, even though, even though the informational videos felt good this time around, and I was like, oh, that's, I can do that. I can handle that. Like, I'm good at this. And it, it wasn't a burden to do. Um, I mean, it was, a, it was a, as much of a burden as any kind of work usually is, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't bad. I was like, I think I should just make these how to write a blank video because it's just like it's so much of what i want to be doing right the kind of content i want to be making and i'm like well let me just focus on that because that feels really good you know Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm gonna do right and it's like other people make different kinds of videos that do well and i've talked about this before you know i don't need to reiterate it Mm -hmm. like why focus on that i think we should talk about my slash our exercise bike yours it's strictly (laughs) yours so we basically stopped going to the gym months ago because we both injured ourselves by uh, furiously walking every morning. In an attempt to be healthy, basically. Right. So if you're not familiar, I started having foot pain. <laughs> Sarah started having knee pain. And we stopped walking. We stopped going to the gym. And then we went to New York. And then we came back. And we were still, we, we could not. Go. Yeah, we could not muster the energy to do it. So Nor weird. did I want to. It's so weird, yeah. yeah. Um, just because we've been so into it in the past. And I, I don't know. Basically, I was thinking, I was like, all I can do is, is bike right now while I heal my foot. And I'm actually making an attempt to heal my foot for real. And I, I bought and I'm currently wearing a walking boot, <laughs> which is so annoying. I hate giving in to like, injuries and stuff like that. I hate it. Why? I don't know. I spent three months just like th- hoping it would go away. 
and then I posted a picture of my booted foot on Instagram and everyone's like, what's wrong? <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for your concern, but I've been injured for three months and I've done <laughs> nothing about it. Right. So I'm finally just making an attempt. So the only thing I can do that doesn't make it worse is bike. I'm like, well, neither of us want to go to the gym and I don't want to take my bike out and it's, it's starting to get cold. And I'm like, I don't want to ride my bike like in the winter. You don't do that. Like, well, what should I do? You it's, could. You could, but... If you were hardcore enough. Yeah, I'm, which I'm not. And Sarah was like, why don't you just buy an exercise bike and we can just cancel our gym memberships. You know, like we, it's fine, whatever. And I'm like, I guess I could. And then I did a bunch of research and I bought a bike and I put it in the garage and I've basically ridden it every day since I've had it. And it has made my life better. <laughs> I feel like my brain and my body were missing kind of getting the energy out, you know, and breaking a sweat and it wasn't feeling good to go to the gym we just we didn't want to do it it's i've i mean i don't know how much you feel this but everyone's masking again and i just don't i don't know it just feels a bit weird to be going to the gym again Mm -hmm. i don't know i can't shake that feeling that the world is ending or something (laughs) Yeah, it just wasn't feeling great. So I bit the bullet and I got the bike and we canceled the gym memberships and it's just been... So we, when we were prepping for the episode, we were like, well, what what things are we going to talk about? And two of the things were the exercise bike and Gilmore Girls, right? And we're talking about the importance of play and the importance of making time for things that make you feel happy, right? And I was telling Sarah, I'm like, I like to say things in these very childish terms like fun and happy they're not childish they're not but they're they're universal they're universal but they are like the first words we learn to express things as children yes right like oh i'm happy this is fun right and then we develop deeper ways to right i think the first word i actually learned to use uh, to describe my feeling state as a child was devastated wow (laughs) and i'm from new york so the first thing i learned was fuck you (laughs) So I, yeah, I like bringing it back to these kind of things that are innate to us from the time we can like think and speak, right? So fun and happy. Because children are always playing. Yeah. Like every freaking moment. Yep. You're just in their imaginations. God, I'd kill to be a kid. That's a different episode. Oh, we got to talk about the trucks. Oh my God. <laughs> we have to talk about the trucks. That's like, right. it doesn't even really tie into the topic. It does. It Okay. Sarah says it does, which means it probably does. <laughs> So (laughs) we were talking about Gilmore Girls and the exercise bike. We're putting them on the list for the podcast. And I'm like, it's just so fascinating that watching Gilmore Girls and me getting a bike and riding it every day are both fun things that make me feel happy, but on two like just vastly different levels. Like watching Gilmore Girls is comfortable and relaxing and it's like a funny show and it's like, haha, we snuggle. It just like makes me feel good on this kind of low intensity level right like um surface level almost and then riding the bike just brings me so much satisfaction and i just like kind of have i don't need that much alone time but riding the bike for half an hour it gives me alone time it gives sarah alone time (laughs) but i get to listen to my book or a podcast and just you know i have so much fucking energy all the time even like when i'm tired i have energy um and it's just something that sarah doesn't have Right. And I just energy? Like, <laughs> well, energy in that way. 
right? Where just like mind like overflows, you know, and you can tell you're like, you need to go do something to, right? Because sometimes I'm just like anxious or worked up or grumpy or something. And you're like, just go get some energy out. And, and then, then I do. So being able to have the bike around, it brings me this much deeper level of I'm having a great time and I'm doing something good for my body and my brain. So it's, I've just been thinking about those two juxtaposed, how it's like the same feeling, just different levels of hmm. those feelings, right. different tiers. Yeah. I've been, the other day I was going to make dinner and Eric was like, oh, how can I help? And I was like, go ride the bike. <laughs> so he just went and, ra- and rode for like, what, 40 minutes or something. Yeah. And I put on my podcast and I made impossible burger Salisbury steak and roasted potatoes. And it was just nice. I really like, I like having the alone time. Yeah. I also, I don't know, I, um, I, I like being able to like have my podcaster video like playing through the air, you know? But I've always felt very secretive about the content I'm consuming. Mm. Like if I'm listening to a book or a podcast or sometimes even music, I don't like, it's not that I don't want other people to know what I'm listening to, but I feel like I need to be like keeping it out of their, I don't know. I feel like I'm imposing. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I will never, if I'm if I'm in the kitchen cooking, I won't play music out loud if you're there you will mm-hmm. you'll make me listen to scenes from an italian restaurant 30 times in a row but i would never do that, <laughs> that to you let's have this conversation <laughs> off air sarah <laughs> so usually i'll wear headphones of eric's around but it was just nice to be able to like play my own thing out loud so you prefer having stuff played through the air and i prefer having stuff in headphones like when i clean the kitchen i don't put my book on out loud i put it in my headphones and clean the kitchen I don't really like have a strong preference, but it was nice to just be able to do it. I mean, you've told me about when you were younger, you used to write lyrics on the family computer mm-hmm. and then like someone would walk up behind you and you'd like. I had a blanket draped around my shoulders and I would stand up and hold the blanket out like a bat to cover it because <laughs> I don't like people. I don't like when people like look over my shoulder at my phone. Like if I'm if even if I'm sitting at a piano and I have music in front of me and Eric comes up behind me to say hi. I don't like him to see what I'm playing. Even though I can hear what you're playing. Also like, but like if I'm playing music in here, I'll close the door and I'll turn the piano super low and I'll be like, like really quietly. I don't know. There's just something about me. I don't like people to be in on what I'm listening to or consuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a piece of your personality. Yeah. I've talked about this too. I'm just, I think I'm just secretive about things. Mm Mm-hmm. If I get a package, I'll open it in the room alone before that. You know what I mean? Like Eric gets a package and he's like, oh, my my medical boot is here. And he unwraps it like it leaves it on the floor. And then he throws away vital pieces of the of the. You really have to go there. Yeah. um, Yeah, I do that sometimes. So I was like, do you need this? And I'm like, it's garbage. And then two days later, I'm like, oh, remember those things we threw away? Why is my foot literally broken? I need that. Yeah, let's not get into that. What I do want to get into is I want to go back to Gilmore Girls now that I referenced it when I was juxtaposing it with the bike. And I want to ask you how Gilmore Girls has been making you feel and like why you like it. 
I like it because it reminds me of a time when things felt simpler, <laughs> which is that I watched it when I was like 15. Hmm. And it always reminds me of the fall time because it takes place in this cozy little town where everyone knows each other. And you walk into the local diner and they recognize you and they know how much you love coffee. <laughs> and then you marry the guy who owns the diner. Yeah. And then you, well, I don't know. Anyway, you have a tumultuous five season uh, romance <laughs> with him. <sighs> and yeah. your daughter has a tumultuous relationship with his nephew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you are not a fan of Gilmore Girls, you're like, what the fuck are these two talking about? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely made us think about, I don't know. Don't you want to just live in a town where there's mm -hmm. like the diner, the ice cream store, the this, the that, and you know the people who run it? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it sound nice? It does. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's it. That's the entire list. Um, I think we got our points across. It's always awkward. <laughs> right. Like, it's always awkward trying to be like, wait, are we, are we done? Is that it? Is there anything I'm forgetting? Um, but yeah, I think that's the end of the episode, everybody. We'll talk to you whenever, when the next episode comes out, because as we talked about earlier, uh, we are not going to stick to a schedule. We're going to do wh whichever Wednesday feels right. Um, yeah. Anything else you need to tell the people? Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay. So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time, and we're going to send it over to our supporter shout out. Hi, guys. We're pausing this conversation for a few moments to give a big thank you to our supporters. These are our listeners who make a monthly contribution through Anchor, which is our hosting platform. If you'd like to become a supporter as well, you can visit anchor.fm slash whatislifedude and click on the support button. And if you enjoy the show, another great way to support us is by giving us a positive rating and a review on iTunes. Just takes a few moments and it helps new listeners find the podcast so we can continue to grow our community. So thank you so much to everyone who supports us in one way or another. This podcast wouldn't exist without you guys. So without further ado, shout out to our anchor supporters, Inga, Mel, Morgan, Jennifer, Scotty, Glenn, Kevin, Jessica, Marie, Nina, Izzy, Reem, Alexis, Nadia, Merv, Nicole, Teresa, Kelsey, Anna, Megan, Samantha, Dylan, and Sarah.